Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. How strong are you to handle all these extended minutes that you didn't get at the beginning of the year? Uh, I mean, uh, I was just ready for the opportunity. I mean, I just stayed ready. Uh, I was kind of cramping up just because I wasn't, you know, I didn't prepare. I mean, I prepared, but it was just like I just had to come in and just do my job. So, yeah. Peyton Pritchard, you mm -hmm. know him. Yeah. Came from Portland. Yeah. But uh, during the game, after the game, he was saying, my court, hey. city, my own. Have you heard anything from him or how did that go over with the team? Uh, I mean, most definitely that hurt us. I mean, we don't like that. I mean, just because this is Seattle, Washington, this is our place for sure. So, I mean, him coming in like that, I mean, we wasn't – I mean, I can't – he had a great game, so, I mean, that's that's out of emotions the way he's talking. But for sure, coming from us, that's not what it is. So, we'll definitely see it again. Do you think that you guys are playing at the pace that you want? And if not, how do you speed that up? Uh, I mean – Right now, I feel like we're playing at a okay pace. I mean, the first half of that Oregon game, we were pushing the ball. We we're being more aggressive, and so when we were up, I mean, that's it's just more of we just got to take care of the ball down the stretch. So I mean, that's when they start pressuring us, we kind of got out of our mix and we weren't in our spots where in the first half where we were attacking and being aggressive. Do you think that the team has to with has to get used to your mm -hmm. sort of tempo, your personality, or do you now, as being like the point guard, have to get used to them? Uh, I mean, both ways. I mean, I kind of, I mean, we played in Italy together, everybody. I mean, I played with Jaden, uh, Zay. I mean, I played with most of these guys. So, I mean, it's, I feel like we're gelling together and we're kind of going quick. So, I mean, yeah, just like in the Oregon State and Oregon game, we you, there was glimpses of us just going hard and, playing together. So, I mean, we just got to do it for the whole game. You, you personally um, were redshirting, mm -hmm. watching, yeah. and now you're a real focal part of this. Yeah. How, how do you feel coming into this week that things have just dramatically changed for you? Uh, I mean, I look at it the same, just how I was redshirting. I mean, I'm just still coming in working hard. Uh, now I got to be more of a vocal point and talking and being more vocal to everybody and getting guys in their space. And, you know, it's just uh, I'm just ready for the opportunity. I mean, I stay ready. Even throughout redshirt, and I just worked hard and just kept my head down and kept pushing. Can you maybe walk us through the decision to redshirt, mm -hmm. hearing about Wade yeah. ineligible, and the conversation you had with Coach Hop about and it? Yeah, and so uh, the redshirt, it was more like, I mean, we are we already had talked about how it's not about how I wasn't ready to play this year, and it wasn't. I mean, I had a messed up ankle, and it was it was a lot of stuff that was going on, so it, it just. It was. I felt it was right to be in a red shirt just because there was guards in front of me right now that it was kind of hard for me to get some minutes. But then when uh when the news came out about uh, Quade coming out, he he just we talked about it. And it was just a great opportunity for me to kind of step in and just try to take care of the team now. Do you think that teams will play you differently now that there's tape of you? 
Uh, I mean, hopefully. I mean, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know how what other teams are going to scout, but I'm just going to go out there and play my game. Having played Nike stuff with Battle, does that give you a nice sense of where he wants the ball for sure. to catch and release? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, me and Ray, throughout AAU, you've seen that. Uh, just get him in his spots, catch and shoot. Same with Jaden. Just uh, he could get on the ball. He could stay. We play. We play good together on the ball and off the ball. So I mean, it's there's a lot of uh, you know it's, it's it's gonna flow. It's gonna flow. Is uh, it a challenge now to like physically be ready for 32 minutes? 32? Uh, for sure. I mean, uh, I felt I was kind of fatigued playing just coming off that. So I mean, that's what I've been working on. Uh, just getting my uh, conditioning back ready and to be able to play a lot of minutes. What were those last? Five minutes of regulation and mm-hmm. overtime minutes like for you against Oregon? Uh, it was a lot. I mean, the, the crowd was going. I mean, uh, I just kind of tried to stay cool and calm because if they if my teammates see me like just uh, if they see me just messing up and like kind of like fearing from fearing away from it, they're gonna fear away. So I mean, I just kind of try to stay poised and just go along with the game. Were you calm inside? For sure, for sure. I have to stay calm because then that's what everybody sees. So. Is the game slowing down for you? Uh, the game is slowing down. I mean, I kind of I don't never want to rush myself playing because just like being a point guard, I like to uh, stay in control of the ball, have the ball, get guys into their position. So I mean, I kind of my personally, I just slow the game down for myself. Was there anybody that you had in your big game after? Uh, nah, not really. I mean, throughout high school, I kind of watched Sean Livingston a lot, a taller point guard, and uh, that could get the ball off passing. You know, so. But I'm I'm kind of like more of a uh, I like scoring the ball late in clock, so I mean that's that's what I get into. And is there something about that mid range jumper mm-hmm. like that came from? For sure. Like uh, I've been I always had that kind of just the floaters and getting into my spots. That's just one of the things I've always had when I was younger. How is it finding the balance between running the offense and looking to score yourself? Uh, well, being the point guard on this team with all these guys that can score, Zay being the vocal point of just getting him the ball, uh, that's probably – it's just more of like end-of-the-clock type of situations where I can get the ball and come off a screen and make plays. So that's the thing I'll do. Do you have the best hair in the Pac-12? For sure. Yeah, I'll go along. <laughs> For sure, I'll definitely say I got the best here in the Pac-12. <laughs> One more, guys. Are you, a CJ? Are you a true point guard, or would you rather be used as a combo guard? Uh, any position. I mean, I could be able to play uh, the one and the two. That's why I kind of look at myself. So, I mean, if we're like when Quade, I could be able to play with him at the two guard or him at the two guard. So, I mean, I personally just feel like I'm a good, uh, just whatever the coach wants me to be in, I'll play that. Hey, Coach, after watching film from the game on Saturday, is there anything that stood out to you about the second half in general? We just needed one foul shot to go. <laughs> Regulation. I thought we got some good looks. Uh, we, we 0 for 11 from three, um, 19 second chance points. Um, you know, those types of things we weren't doing in the first half. And, you know, we got to put together 40 minutes against a team like that. And... Uh, and then lastly, you know, sometimes great players make great shots. And so a couple of Pritchard shots were kind of like Steph Curry, you know, deep shots that you almost have to run them past half court. So he's he's not doing that. But um, I think, you know, we're right there. You know, you, you know, in tight games, you got to make foul shots down the stretch. And I thought we got some good looks. You got to we got to make one. And um, and then we got to do a better job on the defensive glass. Are you are the foul shots going in practice, or is this a... Yeah, I think, 
You know, it's interesting. Then uh, last year, I think we shot in the last five minutes of games close to eighty percent from the foul line, and so a lot of close games. We had won a lot of the close games. You know, Stanford, we struggled a little bit at the end. Cal, we struggled at the end, and in this game, and so you know, it just. It's that experience. You got to be able to go out there and knock them down. And uh, there's no way to re- replicate it other than you know we're we're shooting our our 50 in practice and, and do what we've done. Uh, we've won some games early on the year because we made foul shots. So um, just got to keep keep plugging away, keep believing. Are you a guy who believes breaks will even out? Oh, uh, you know you you know I you know luck this and that. You got to you got to create your own luck and. Uh, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, we just got to keep working. I think, you know, we're close. I, mean, I hate to say it. You know, sometimes you're like, is it better losing by one or losing by 30? Sometimes that's a, that's one of those questions that you kind of got to sleep at night. <laughs> you bang back and forth. And obviously losing's not acceptable with what we do. But, um, you know, we're close. Jamal Bay makes a three-pointer. That's creating your own luck. Yeah, no, I mean, we listen, we, we all have to do a little bit more. We all have to do a little bit better. We're, we're you know, you're, you're running that timed mile, and, and you, you've hit all your splits until that last lap. You lose it by three seconds. You know, we've got to be a little bit tougher. We've got to be a little bit greedy, grittier. We've got to be a little bit more aware, especially at the end of games. Um, I'm going to give you a stat, uh, and it's, it's interesting. In the last five minutes of of our games in the Pac-12, we have the number one. I think on Ken Palm, we have the number one defense of efficiency in the league. In the last five minutes of the games in our league, teams are shooting 72% from the two-point line, and they're eight for 11 from the three-point line. Those are staggering numbers. So, what are our numbers up until then? And so, the, the numbers late. That's what we have to do. We have to pick it up. We have to be more aware, you know, um, and uh, and that's where you know when we when we're blocking shots and active through 30 minutes of the game, that last five minutes when the games are on the line, that's when it needs to do what? That's when it needs to be elevated, you know, and um, and that goes back to the experience. Um, I remember Oregon State at Oregon State, our first year, we're up 13 with seven minutes to go. We've got the best defensive player on planet Earth named Matisse Thibel. And uh, uh, we're playing, and they make, I think it was six out of their last eight threes in Matisse's area, and we ended up losing. Thompson makes a three-pointer at the buzzer or whatever it was to overtime. Did it to us twice that year. And those were the experiences, because I remember the next time we played them last year at Oregon State, we reminded them because we were up the same. I think it was, don't forget. And then Matisse was like, hey, forget. <laughs> you know, now Spider-Man goes a little bit, you know, his senses become a little bit more, uh, his spider senses. But that goes back to the learning and understanding. Like, this isn't going to do anything to a guy like Peyton Pritchard next time, if we get another next time. Um, uh, 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 Dejon Davis, you know, the first time you get him late in the clock, it's the, no, we ain't going to let him. You know, like, we never put anything to chance, regardless if it's a high-level shot or no. And so that's part of the the growing experience. That's part of the ups and downs of winning and losing. The key to the team for me is keep believing we're right there. We just, we, you know, sometimes you got to take two steps back to take a step forward. We got to just keep moving forward.
we got to keep learning. we got to keep growing. And we got to keep competing. I know the losses are really, really hard, but when you go back and watch the film and yeah. you see Peyton Pritchard travel, not called. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah Stewart's dump, foul, not called. Yeah. Ball hits a rim, not called. Yeah. What's going through your mind? I know in football they make reports after the game. Is that something you do or just... You know what, I, I do. It's a hard game to officiate. Um, usually it, it balances out. Um, By the way, Christoviak got fined for criticizing officiating. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing is, is like, listen, we got to put our, we got to control our own destiny. You know, I talk to the guys a lot about reversal of fortune. And how do we reverse that? And it's our choice, number one. We've got to be better. You know, those numbers the last five minutes have to get better or we will keep what? Losing close games. We have to execute a little bit better offensively. It can't be, well, okay, we're tired. That's not acceptable. You know, we got to get into it quicker. we got to be more sharp. And, and that's, you know, as you're growing a program and culturally and everything like that, those are the things that you have to learn to be a great program. So when you're in those close games, you're winning a majority of them. Not losing a majority of. Them. Do you think guys are playing at the pace that you want? And if not, is there a reason for that? Is that because you're trying to find Isaiah? <coughs> I, th I, I think. I think at the end of the day, it's like when you have a guy like Isaiah. You know, it goes back to what we've talked about a million times: is um, when you have a team that's completely trying to surround them. It, it's. It's. E you should be getting better shots, easier shots, and higher percentage shots. Um, what happens to us is sometimes you can't just stare there. You can't stand there and stare at him. You got to have movement. You got to have player movement. And I think what happens is, is late in the game we got so stagnant because of the situation. What I was saying is you were breaking the press. Then you were trying to get into a set, and that by the time you got into a set, there was 12, 14, 13 run up and now how much ball movement can you have and then you're trying to do this and you're standing and it was easier for them to defend and um, you know and again with all that being said you know we're one foul shot away to winning in regulation you know and uh, you know our defense has been great but 19 second chance points. So we're playing good defense, but then we're not retaining the what? That was Houston. That was, you know. Um, and so, um, you know, Percy, we're, 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 we go to Isaiah just like we went to Noah. You know, we're going to go to him. He's a great foul shooter. He's dominant down the post. He is a really good passer out of it. But when we're not going to him, we have to have better movement, better player movement, better ball movement. And uh, that's what we've been working on. Couple more guys, so I can get Marcus you in here. Got a chance to see your two freshman guards at, at length. Uh, how how important are they for these last you know, last stretch run down the conference schedule? Now that you've well, seen they're the huge. You know, like watching Raekwon play, uh, he's just he's got an energy to him that's that's pretty infectious. Uh, I think every shot he makes, even though he was whatever he was in the in the Oregon game, I think every shot he's shooting is going in. I think everybody in the building, everybody on the team, thinks it's going in too. And, and he's been really playing good defense. That's the, the thing that I've been most proud about him because without that experience and then coming in and rebounding and playing like that, that's, that's big. And then Marcus, um, his size, he's got really good instincts. He's a basketball player. Like he knows angles. He's just got a lot of good natural feel. 
knows how to get a shot at the end of a shot clock if he has to. Um, pretty cerebral in that regard, but still young, you know, still. So, so they're critical to... I think, they're, I, think, I think the Marcus thing for me was figuring out the, the, the turnover battle. I think his pace uh, calms everybody down. Now, again, I don't think that we're running the way that we were when we were going to Hawaii and pushing the ball up, but we've got to be able to adapt. You know, uh, you know, part of our problem was turning it over and playing a little bit too fast, you know, sometimes, trying to do too much. Is Coach, you talked about... I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Coach, you talked about uh, awareness in the last five minutes, and you said part of that is experience. Is leadership something that is, is a missing or that it has to... I don't know. You know what? It's got to be... It's, it's got to be, everything's going to be about, you know, it's got to be about, you can't let effect, okay, if we're not making shots or we're struggling. You know, you know if someone misses a shot on one end and then he's, it's in his mind, he just missed that shot and then we're playing defense and then the guy makes a shot in his end because he's been thinking about that missed shot. You know, so I don't know if that's leadership. I think leadership in this regard, especially on the defensive end, is a personal you know, everybody has a chance to be a leader. Everybody has a chance, has a responsibility to the team and then of doing your job. And we have basic rules out of our defense about doing your job. And for our guys, it just needs to be, I think it's a mindset. Do you know what I mean? I don't necessarily, it's, it's Isaiah saying, come on, Lauren, get out there. It's everybody, come on in, man. We got to get this stop. We're up two. There's 34 seconds left. We got to get this stop, and then we got to finish with a rebound. You know what I mean? It's it's collective and do your job. Don't worry about the next play. We got to make this play. You know, and so that's more so. You know what we're preaching on a day to day basis is do your job. Jayden, Last one. Jaden, 100. No, Jaden. I got to give Jaden a lot of credit too. Jaden, probably. You know. I, I didn't play him against Oregon State, and he's such a tough kid, and he wanted to play, and I gave him the option, and he wasn't 100%, um, you know. And uh, and so, anyway, getting him healthier will, will help us. Just coach him. Is she kicking me off the stage? I feel like the gong. Does she have the gong over there? She has the gong. Gong. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.